G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. So many people have been yo-yo dieting for so long, they've just given up. They've tried everything to lose weight, but they just can't keep it off. Well, I'm here to tell you that it is possible. Where there's a will, there's a way. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond. Welcome to the program today as we continue with the next message in this series called Healthy Living to a Ripe Old Age. I was intrigued, as I often am, by what I heard on the news the other night. Here where I live in Sydney, Australia, the government's taken measures over the last few decades to dramatically reduce our road toll. I mean, in the last 20 years or so, it's dropped so much, almost by three quarters. Now, that's a pretty good thing, right? Absolutely. Each year, there are over a thousand lives being saved, just in my state alone, because we now have random breath testing, so drink driving is way down. We have compulsory wearing of seatbelts, we have speed cameras and more police on the roads. Now, these days, we take all that for granted. But I remember when random breath testing was first introduced. There were howls of protest from the civil libertarians about the invasion in privacy. Same thing with speed cameras. In fact, people still complain about speed cameras today. Anyhow, the news item was about the fact that our state government has announced that they are going to spend an additional, I don't know, $100 million or so over the coming years with the aim of reducing the road toll even further by another 150 or so a year. A good thing? Saving 150 lives a year? Absolutely. But here's the thing that intrigues me. While we're doing that, at the very same time, the incidence of heart attack, stroke, diabetes and cancer is rising dramatically, so dramatically in fact, that the 150 lives that we're going to save on the roads every year pales into insignificance. They're but a small fraction of the lives being lost to these four diseases. And there's very clear evidence that much of the incidence of those big four, heart attack, stroke, diabetes and cancer, is to do with lifestyle choices that people are making. Those lifestyle choices are what we've been talking about these last few weeks on the program. Healthy living to a ripe old age is very much a lifestyle choice, statistically, for most of us. Not for all of us, of course. Not all disease is preventable. I met a woman recently whose husband's life is wasting away through motor neuron disease. Children contract leukaemia and type 1 diabetes. So, of course, I am not saying that every disease is totally preventable through a change in lifestyle. But we know that heart attack, by far the biggest killer in most countries today, heart attack, stroke, diabetes and cancer, were all as rare as hen's teeth at the turn of the 20th century. And yet here we are today, a century later, and their global pandemics taking countless lives, disabling many people, and all because we're putting the wrong things in our mouths and not exercising. People are dropping like flies, whilst at the same time governments are struggling to fund their medical systems, which are groaning under the load of this burgeoning health problem. Whichever way you cut it, whether you look at the cost in life, the the suffering, the misery, or the economic cost, Lifestyle diseases, those diseases that doctors bundle together and call metabolic syndrome, are exacting a massive cost, individually, socially 
and economically. And no one seems to be doing anything much about it. I wonder what would happen if my state government spent as much effort and money and focus dealing with these lifestyle diseases as they do in reducing the road toll. I wonder what would happen. But let's lower our gaze for a moment and take a look not at the global or national or state level. Let's lower our gaze and look at our own personal attitudes towards good health. What, if anything, have you decided to do about your health? And coming back to the question I asked at the beginning of the program, how much do you want to have a healthy life? I mean, really. If you've been able to join us these last few weeks on the program, you'll have heard me tell you on more than one occasion that I have struggled with my weight for most of my life, until just the last three or four years. And for most of that time, my attitudes and behaviours reflected the very same attitudes and behaviours of governments around the world who, by and large, are ignoring the impacts of poor diets and lack of exercise on their people. I simply ignored the problem. I somehow convinced myself that it wouldn't happen to me. I tried not to go to the doctor too often so that he wouldn't order a blood test and tell me how bad my cholesterol and triglyceride and, and blood sugar levels were, so that he wouldn't tell me that I was heading for a heart attack or diabetes. I simply ignored the problem, hoping it'd all go away. Well, I guess it would have gone away because I'd have been dead sooner rather than later. Just telling you the way it is for me and the reality that I was heading towards with that much extra weight on my body, 25 kilograms or around 55 pounds, and eating the stuff I was eating, it was going to kill me sooner rather than later. And if you know that you're carrying too much weight, shoving the wrong stuff down your throat and not exercising, then my friend, I can tell you it is going to kill you sooner rather than later. But here's the problem I had. See, I had tried and tried and tried and tried to do something about it. But each time I lost a whole stack of weight, and yes, I've lost and then gained 20 kilograms or 44 pounds at least seven times in my life. Each time, I failed. And I'm not used to failing at things. With everything else in my life, whenever I'd set my mind to doing something, I'd always succeeded, even giving up a three-pack-a-day cigarette addiction. You've heard that saying, no doubt, that where there's a will, there's a way. And over the last couple of weeks on the program, I've been sharing that with you. It took me many months of reading and research to discover that the whole low-fat diet thing didn't work. It's not working across the globe, and it certainly wasn't working for me. It took months of reading and research to discover that fat wasn't my problem, but in fact the historically unprecedented and dangerously high levels of refined carbohydrates, sugar, white flour and the like, that were in my diet, that are in the Western diet, were in fact breaking my finely tuned appetite control mechanism and causing me to eat more, as well as clogging up my arteries. And if you weren't able to hear those messages, you can listen to them all right now on ChristianityWorks.com. Please do. They're there and they're free, and they could help save your life, quite literally. My problem was that I'd lost my will because I'd tried so many different ways that didn't work. If you're someone who struggles with their weight and health issues, or perhaps you're married to someone who does, or, or someone else who's close to you struggles with their weight and their health, I want to tell you that now is not the time to give up on your health. Now is the very time to do something about it. And the answer is, in short, just remove the sugar and the refined carbohydrates from your diet. Much of conventional medicine, in fact, your local doctor may not be able to tell you that because they're still clinging to the low fat message, which doesn't work. 
and they're not up to date with the overwhelming scientific evidence that points to the culprit, sugar and other refined carbohydrates. If your will has waned, if you lost hope of ever getting to a healthy weight, if you've resigned yourself to an early death or at the very least serious health problems and disabilities arising from your diet, now is not the time to give up. Where there's a will, there's a way. And as I was praying about what to share with you today, I really just felt God nudging me in this direction to tell you, don't give up. If you've been bashing your head against a brick wall for a lifetime, struggling with your eating habits, with your weight each and every day, you eventually have to come to the conclusion that all the diets that you've ever been on haven't worked. To quote Einstein, the definition of insanity is continuing to do the same thing and expecting a different result. It is time to try something different. I want to encourage you to try this. Get rid of the refined carbohydrates out of your diet. God doesn't want you sick. He doesn't want you dying before your time. Remember, where there's a will, there's a way. We love sharing the gospel with as many people as possible so they can experience a real and tangible relationship with God. So before I go, I'd like to tell you about our free daily devotional to help you be all that God made you to be. It's called Fresh. Each day you'll receive a powerful scripture verse together with some words of inspiration, hope and encouragement. And the best news is that it's completely free and delivered right to your inbox each and every day where you can choose to read, listen or even watch the daily video. It's completely up to you. It's God's word fresh for you each day. To receive your free devotional, just jump onto the website freshdevotional.org. You'll see the Fresh e-devotional sign up right there for you. As a bonus, I'll also send you a free copy of my e-book, How Can I Hear God Speak to Me? So head across to the website and sign up to receive Fresh. I pray that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through his word. That web address again, in case you missed it, is freshdevotional.org. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.